You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Great to have you here. 402-342-1290. 402-342-1290. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, anything you want to talk about, the the uh, the microphone is yours. Uh, there still is a democracy in our view, and so we're we're willing to, to share that with you uh, today. Thank you so much for your time, Alan Hager here on the program. Welcome back. How you doing? Uh, thank you very much. Doing great and glad to be back. Feeling better? Yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's good. Yes. Until you saw this thing, and then you probably wanted to puke. Oh, uh, yeah. Right there. Yep, totally. Yeah. So we've got this macro rule, yep. which is uh, which is quite quite complex. Nine hundred and some pages uh, of uh, of a, of a proposed rule that's going to have uh, a major impact. Now, it's important to understand the rulemaking process first of all. Uh, and the rulemaking process is uh, s- somewhat similar to how the legislative process goes. Because they'll have an interim proposed rule or some proposed rule like we have right here where they give us the first look and then they allow a comment period where industry people can comment at up until a certain point and then they will do a proposed regulation, proposed right. final rule. Yes. And then there's another period and then it expires, right. so on and so forth. And then we'll have a proposed regulation process repeats itself then it comes a final regulation and that's when it's really the law and that's where compliance with all this stuff really has to go but before we get into this uh just wanted to set that up uh we do have a a a caller on the program uh, patrick here on america's Healthcare challenge you uh ready to go good morning patrick how you doing Hi, I I really like your program. I'll try and keep to the facts here. Uh, my father, who's deceased now, sat on the board of Mutual United of Omaha when they were, at one time, the largest health insurance company in America. And one of the biggest problems facing these health insurance companies before Obamacare stepped in was that you literally have, across this country, thousands of doctors uh, many hospitals and cl- clinics that, frankly, are falsely billing uh, these health insurance companies for services uh, that are questionable, sometimes not even being done. That was one of the problems uh, with the health insurance industry. Uh, John Hancock, the New York Life, the Prudential, Mutual United of Omaha here in Omaha got out of the game. Now, my question is this. With Obamacare, what in God's name do you think is going to stop these doctors Okay, and these clinics and local hospitals from doing the same uh, when they're now basically billing the government. Let's face it, okay, Sean, uh, for these services, uh, you can't put a stop to it. It's out of control. We're just seeing the tip, the tip of the iceberg with these costs going up. You got the floor. I agree. Hey, Patrick, thanks for for the call here on America's Healthcare Challenge four zero two three four two twelve ninety. And just uh, to his point. Um, it was even um, exacerbated a little bit more with Humana, the fourth largest insurer, uh, real, uh, revealing that um, they reported a 46% fall in quarterly profit uh, as a result of uh, uh, these ACA plans. And uh, 
to Patrick's point of we're not even beginning to see the tip of the iceberg, I couldn't agree more. Uh, there is a lot uh, coming. Right. That's oh, we yeah. Well, this and, program. well, and to jump ahead a little bit, I think that if you look at this macro rule, you know, we've talked about it multiple times on the show. You know, it really is so complex. You know, a CIO out of Beth Israel said that no mere human can understand the macro rule. And it really leaves uh, physicians uh, with two uh, options. The first is to become a salaried uh, staff member delivering clinical care or become a hospital-based clinician exempted from the madness. So uh, as uh, this one author said in a Politico article, it's hard for me to imagine implementing uh, this uh, model as written in the time frame suggested because it doesn't give a lot of time. This rule looks like it goes into effect in 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, I could honestly say, as we've said many times before, as we move down this path of so-called meaningful use and other things, and uh, EHR is becoming Let's explain mandatory. This meaningful use because that's an, one of the three important components that they look to streamline. What was meaningful use well, for the listeners? Well, meaningful what? use was a uh, term that was used to uh, de- determine. Uh, you know, quality standards and other items incentivize hospitals going on to EHR records uh, and uh, uh, giving them incentives to do that. But at the same time, they had to meet the benchmarks to receive the uh, payouts from the government if they met the meaningful use criteria. And as we know, back, I think it was 2013 or 2012, 2013, they were still writing the rules as, as they went along. And so, uh, now they're talking about changing the meaningful use standards uh, from calling it meaningful use to, I think it was something like advanced care information. So uh, they want to replace it with a new program. The four performance categories that uh, physicians will be, um, I guess, uh, if they're participating in this program, but they essentially are going to have to be in the, if they want to make the resources that they need to keep the lights on so right. that they can continue to see patients. Yep. Quality, 50% of the score. Advanced care information, 25% of the score. Clinical practice improvement activities and cost or resource use. Uh, it does consolidate those three other government programs. One was the physician quality reporting system. Um, kind of uh, met with uh, some venom uh, from the committee because it uh, just was not uh, really set up correctly. And uh, it was a part of it was expanded in the Affordable Care Act. The value-based modifier program and this meaningful use are all conv- all consolidated. And well, and remember, meaningful use technically is replaced by the uh, advanced care information, which you uh, referred to earlier. To qualify for for uh, enf- enhanced payments under this new re- rule. Um, they must uh, have a clear thesis that they are testing the required. I mean, they've got to jump through all these hoops. What were those hoops you you listed on Health IT News, just on the technology side of things that they're going to have to go through? Oh, it, uh, they're going to have to use a 2014-2015 edition certified EHR. They're going to have to report on either eight stage two or six stage three advancing care information objectives. And remember, that's meaningful use objectives and measures attest to their cooperation in good faith with surveillance and uh, ONC direct review of their EHR system, and finally, attest to their support for 
health information exchange and the prevention of information blocking. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Back to the big picture, you know, um, CMS estimates, so Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the people that put together this rule. And, again, this was a piece of legislation that was recently passed not too long ago. Right. And so, again, if you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at Congress for passing this crazy. But I think both sides got somehow got together on this. Yeah. So, <laughs> CMS, in 2019, the first year, there will be a payment consequence for, for, not, uh, for not participating. Right. $500 million is exceptional payments are available will be distributed to engage clinicians. So they're basically bribing them to engage again. Um, further agency will make around 200 million in incentive payments that year. Um, but they plan to propose, uh, give more, uh, information, but I just wanted to point out two comments on, and this is on health affairs and this is a great breakdown and it's done by some really smart people. I know, know a couple of them. Okay. Charles Towton, MD. There's only two comments, but they're both from physicians. A mature physician, surgeon, and practice for 40 years. I do not relish the impersonal bureaucratic rules being pushed on us caring physicians. These regulations will hasten the retirement of many valuable and experienced clinicians who are not impressed with the glitz of the new wave changes, including the often inferior electronic medical records. I foresee a wave of retirements. Uh, Dr. Ronald E. Feldman. This is is the price we now pay for spending 8 to 15 years learning our profession. Implementation will cost billions to taxpayers and will penalize competent and hardworking physicians who do not have time to jump through government hoops to extract, um, to extract, let's see, uh, to extract a fraction of what we need. they need to survive financially. Others will game the system. Someone with common sense needs to put the brakes on this disaster. With 50% of more physicians reporting burnout now, what will it look like then? Yeah, and, you know, that's what we've talked about all the time is, you know, even starting three or four years ago, we said that meaningful use was going to drive doctors two ways. One, to more of a hospital-based payment system, or they were going to outright revolt and retire. And so we see that happening, and so, uh, I, you know, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with those those quotes because we, we said it three years ago. Well, I just wanted you to hear um, some, what, what some people who are actually involved in, in all of these rules have to, have to feel about, about this, and it's quite sad. And I, I hope the policymakers uh, can see that as well. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, up ahead next, uh, we've got uh, we're going to talk a little bit about tax reform and how tax reform would even uh, play into uh, reforming the Affordable Care Act. You kind of have to do that if you want to change some of these pain point areas. And I got some good intelligence this week that I want to share with you. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll be right back. <laughs> 